Okay, so it's helpful to know what toy characteristics are supported by research, but you might be thinking, okay, which specific toys does that mean I should be thinking about? everyone, welcome to the Parenting Translator Newsletter. I'm Dr. Kara Goodwin, and today I'm going to be talking about a research-backed holiday gift guide. So as many of us parents are entering into the holiday season, we may be wondering how to choose toys for our own children and other children in our lives. It seems that throughout the month of December and even earlier, we're just bombarded with toy advertisements at every turn, and every influencer on social media and parenting blogger seems to have a gift guide um, with hundreds of potential gifts for children. And it can be so overwhelming and hard for us as parents to dig through all of this information and choose a reasonable number of gifts for our children. I'm hoping that this newsletter will be a different kind of gift guide one that actually helps you to understand the research behind toy quality and determine which toys might actually be beneficial for your child. Um, And as an important note, Parenting Translator is a nonprofit organization, so I have the privilege of only recommending toys that I truly believe are beneficial based based on my understanding of the research and my own professional and personal experience. Um, So none of these toys are sponsored in any way. So fortunately for us parents, we have some really good data to help us determine which toys are actually high quality. So there was a study conducted at Eastern Connecticut State University um, called the Timpani Study, and that stands for Toys That Inspire Mindful Play and Nurture Imagination. And this was a 10-year-long study that sought to identify what, um, what exactly is a high-quality toy. So a high-quality toy means that Ideally, it maintains the children's attention. It allows the child to develop new skills, such as problem solving, creativity, social skills, language. Um, so that's what they're, they were looking for in this study. So this study examined the play of 60 children um, aged three to four years in typical preschool classrooms. And then they coded the quality of children's play with different sorts of toys. Um, so from these observations, the researchers were able to determine which toys were the most high quality. And they identified three key factors um, that these toys shared that made them high quality. So first, simple. The more simple a toy is, the more a child will have to use their imagination and problem-solving abilities to determine how to play with it. So for example, if you have a simple wooden block and you want to pretend like it's a phone, that's going to require a lot more creativity and problem-solving than an actual toy phone that has all these different electronic features. Second, um, they found that a toy should be open-ended. So an open-ended toy means it can be used in lots of different ways and it doesn't suggest to the child exactly how to use it. So like stacking toys, blocks, Play-Doh, boxes, cups, scarves. So these toys can all be used in a lot of different ways and they inspire children to be more creative and flexible and play in new and different ways. Um, Finally, non-realistic. So a non-realistic toy means a toy that doesn't look exactly like the thing it's supposed to represent. So these types of toys inspire more creativity and problem solving. And they also require children to have more conversations with others about what the object is and how to use it. Um, So for example, think about Legos or Duplos. They don't actually look like building materials in real life. So children have to use um, their imagination to think of new creations rather than just replicate what they see in the real world. 
Okay, so it's helpful to know what toy characteristics are supported by research, but you might be thinking, okay, which specific toys does that mean I should be thinking about? Um, so first, um, the, the first toy I would recommend based on research would be blocks or really any sort of building toy. So research finds that playing with blocks or building toys are associated with improved mathematical learning, enhanced spatial skills, improved spatial language, greater cognitive flexibility, meaning the ability to think about multiple things or um, multiple things at once or change the focus of your thinking and also more creativity in play. So some recommendations for blocks are um, the Melissa and Doug standard unit blocks, which are just plain wooden blocks, um, magnet tiles, that's one we love in my house, um, mega blocks for children one to two years, and then they would move up to Lego Duplos um, around two to four years, and then Legos for children five and older. Um, ideally, any of these blocks or building toys should be open-ended. That means they're not designed to make a particular product and have enough pieces to build different, many different structures, which allows for creativity. Okay, the second type of toy I would recommend is miniatures. So this is any small people, action figures, figurines, animals, or vehicles. Um, research finds that these types of toys are linked to high quality play in children. And that may be because these types of toys encourage pretend play. And pretend play is associated with improved executive function, cognitive development, and social emotional development. Um, some recommendations for miniatures include um, the little people play sets. We love those in my house. Figurines from your child's favorite show or movie. Um, in my house, my kids love Paw Patrol. So the Paw Patrol set um, of pups and their vehicles really inspires a lot of um, pretend play. Um, so don't feel like you cannot use figurines from your child's favorite show or movie that's actually great because it can really be a wonderful launching pad for pretend play. Hot Wheels cars and um, Brio trains are another high quality example of um, miniatures um, or really any set of small animals, any sort of like small set of figurines. You can get a lot of these on Amazon for pretty cheap. Third, I would recommend puzzles. So research finds that playing with puzzles is related to the development of spatial skills. And spatial skills are really important because they are actually related to later math performance and an increased likelihood of pursuing STEM careers. Um, so that's definitely something we want to encourage in our children. So um, recommendations for puzzles, you know, this really depends on age. For toddlers, it can be a shape sorter. And then they would move up to something like peg puzzles and for preschoolers. Um, a great one that I love for more for school-age children or older preschools are these paint-by-sticker puzzles that they have. Um, they're books that you can buy these on Amazon, um, and those are great. My children love them. Um, for older preschool and school-age, you also could do floor puzzles. Those are great in terms of having big pieces, um, and then you would move up to um, puzzles with more pieces and 3D puzzles for older children. And I provide some specific recommendations in the newsletter. Okay, third, I would recommend dress-up clothes. So dress-up clothes or really any accessories related to their favorite superhero or character from a TV show helps to encourage children to engage in dramatic play. So dramatic play is any play when the child takes on a role or pretends to be something that they are not. So this is a little different from pretend play. It's a specific type of pretend play. 
Um, and dramatic play specifically is related to increased creativity, perspective taking, and self-regulation. So these are all really important skills we want to build in our children. So some toys to encourage dramatic play could be um, just a set of lightweight scarves. These can really be turned into anything, you know, capes, dresses, other sorts of clothing items, a hat. You can also get um, slightly less open-ended toys, but also toys that can be used to encourage dramatic play, um, like masks and different sorts of clothes, hats, um, wands can be great for encouraging um, fantasy play. Um, and remember that both boys and girls benefit from dramatic play. So dress-up clothes should not be considered just girl toys, um, but provided to children of both genders. So, you know, look for dress-up clothes that really match your child's interests. You know, if they're very interested in, you know, fire trucks, for example, look for, you know, a firefighter dress-up outfit. If your child is really into a particular Disney character, you know, you can always find dress-up clothes that would match that. Fourth, I would recommend audiobook players. So these are something that my own children love. And um, the research really supports um, the use of, of audiobooks, which is providing stories in a verbal format um, that is really helpful for building children's reading fluency, their reading skills, and their interest in reading, even before they are readers themselves. Um, so the, the two audiobook players that we have in my house that I have enjoyed are the Yodo player and the Tony box. And I would recommend the Tony box for younger kids because it comes with, they almost look like toys that you put on top um, and it's a little bit more concrete for young children. Um, and then the Yodo player has a card that you put in to play the audiobook. Um, and that might be, and the content of the Yodo player also tends to be a little bit more advanced. So I would recommend the Tony box for, preschool and um, toddler age, and then the Yodo player for, you know, maybe older preschool, like um, junior kindergarten and school age children. Um, I also have to recommend books in general. You can never have too many books. Um, research shows that when parents are given, you know, new books, there are a lot of these, um, there's a lot of nonprofit organizations that will give parents books. Um, they actually read more often to their children and their children show improved literacy skills and enhanced language. Um, to find reviews of books that you feel like you can trust, I would recommend um, Common Sense Media. There's another website called the Children's Book Review. And finally, Reading Rockets has a guide that can help you choose a book that is best for your child's developmental age. Okay, the next thing I would recommend is board games. So um, we love board games in our house, and there's a lot of research backing board games. So they can increase motivation, knowledge, social skills. Um, in particular, research finds that a type of board games called cooperative board games are really great for increasing social skills. Um, so cooperative board games involve all players working toward a common goal rather than competing against each other. So examples include, um, examples that we like in my house include Hoot Owl Hoot and um, Out Foxed. And then another great option for a board game that's really backed by research is chess. There's a really interesting study, which uh, I'll do a post about soon, that finds that playing chess can improve math, math skills. Um, a way to teach young children chess that I've really liked is um, a board game called Storytime Chess that makes it a little bit fun and engaging. Um, and finally, an option for a board game would be anything that includes numbers. So this can really help with your child's um, numerical understanding, which of course can improve math skills. So 
Um, an example that um, a similar board game was was used in a research study to this is shoots and ladders because they have numbered squares that can help children to understand um, some numerical concepts. Finally, with older children, um, I would recommend experiences rather than toys. So there's a really re interesting research study that found that for children ages 12 to 18, they experience more happiness from experiential gifts, so gifts that are experiences, than material gifts. And interestingly, um, the researchers found the opposite with children age 3 to 12. Um, so just something to keep in mind. Examples of experiential gifts include a vacation, membership to a museum, um, a subscription to a magazine or a monthly craft or um, book box, a special activity such as ice skating or rock climbing, um, tickets to a concert or show, art or music classes, and a gift card to a favorite restaurant. So finally, I want to talk about what if, you know, this is a situation many, many parents feel like they're in. What if you feel like you can't afford all of these high quality toys? So seeing all of these endless advertisements, social media posts, gift guides, even like this one, they can make parents feel inadequate, like they're not giving their children enough for the holidays. However, the research really suggests that less is more when it comes to toys. So research finds that children tend to show better quality play with fewer toys available. So there's a really interesting study where researchers found that toddlers showed higher quality play and longer durations of play when there were four toys present versus 16 toys present. And there's also an older toys, an older um, toy study that found that children show play longer when they um, have only three toys available versus either 12 or 21 toys. So less is more in terms of toys. Um, and finally, it really isn't even about the toys. It isn't about the quality of the toys, but it's about the quality of the interaction you have with your child when playing with them. So there's a big body of research showing that choi toys are really most beneficial to children when they are more likely to be used in a social interaction with caregivers. So in other words, the most important purpose of a toy is that it brings you and your child together in an interaction. So you could have an amazing interaction with your child while playing with a stick outside, and your child could more, you learn more from that interaction than engaging with one of those, um, one of those trendy rainbow stacking toys that you see online that... Um, it seems like it costs nearly $100. Um, so focus more on the interaction than the toys, and you can rest assured that your child will be fine, even though you don't have a playroom full of beautifully styled um, educational wooden toys. Um, so translation, you don't need to, more toys to promote your child's development. In fact, having fewer toys and focusing more on the parent-child interaction may actually be better for your child. So in summary, research finds that most high quality and educational toys are actually those that are simple, open-ended, and non-realistic. Specific examples include box, miniatures, puzzles, dress-up, audiobook players, um, board games, and books. Research also finds that less is more in terms of toys. So if you can't provide your child with a lot of high quality toys, toys that may actually be better for your budget and for your child. Um, thank you to Dr. Aaron Dupre for reviewing this newsletter and tune in next week for more information.
Parenting Translator is a nonprofit organization, so all of these podcasts and the information they provide are given to you for free. If you would like to support our work, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review it. Thank you so much.